Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Golden Ratio Podcast. I am Jen, GR Mom, joined as always by GR Dad. Hi. How's it going, GR Dad? Pretty good. Excellent, excellent. The cocktail of the week this week is a cocktail that I had when I was in Chicago on Monday this week doing a book signing. It's called The Save Ferris. Oh, love that movie. It is mezcal, green chartreuse, and pineapple juice. Ooh, that sounds pretty good. Yeah, it was tasty. It was a good Mezcal one. and pineapple juice works. That's like smoky pineapple. Mm-hmm. That's and pretty then good. And kind of herbal with the <laughs> chartreuse. How is it? Herbal. Herbal? Herbal. Whoa. I'm getting shivers. <laughs> uh, so that was pretty good. Maybe I'll make us one later, but we're drinking some champagne right now. When's the last time we podcast? Was it seven weeks ago? We podcasted last week, but it was over distance. It's been over distance for, I think, three weeks. Seems like it's been forever. I know. Hi. Hi. It's good to see you. Nice to see you. Nice to be home. Yeah. I'm here all day today and all day tomorrow. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Red letter day. I mean, <laughs> look, I'm very pleased. This is great. I, I know. Would, I How long has it been since I've had two full days at home? A month. If it's absence month. makes the heart grow fonder, then I'm super fond. <laughs> I've been definitely super absent. <laughs> Thank you for being so awesome. You have let me. I don't do anything. I'm just hanging around. Do big things. Hanging out. With all these high maintenance dogs. Like what's it's Remy a, doing right now? It's all now? AI. It's all fake. Is he eating his foot? What's he doing? Yeah, I think so. I think he's he's chomping at himself. All right. He's allowed. You ready for administrative corner? Uh, I don't know if I'm ready, but I'm looking forward to it. I don't know if I'm emotionally prepared. Well, it's time for administrative corner. Because I love administrative corner. <laughs> um, okay. I have three items. Number one, Golden Ratio alum, Cheds, Cheddar Cheese, has Patreon now. Medium-sized cheese. <laughs> he, I mean, he's a pretty big cheese. He, he weighs is, like 90 pounds. He's a pounds. giant cheese. Yeah. He's got big paws. Um, so he has an Instagram, Cheds Big Cheese, that's just like regular Instagram. It's great. But if you want like bonus Cheds, he's also Cheds Big Cheese on Patreon. We'll put a link in the show notes. So if you want like a lot of extra cheese, you can get it. I have to learn that subscribing to that podcast doesn't get me any money. It's not a podcast. It's, it's a not, Patreon. It's not a circle the way everything for us is. If I buy 100 calendars, I get all the money. You don't. All the money. I keep trying to explain this that you don't. But if I subscribe to Ched's Big Cheese, Ched's gets the cheese, he, the money. He gets does. my cheese. Ched's gets your cheese. <laughs> he gets my bread. <laughs> <laughs> and what do I get? Oh, pictures of cheddar, little videos, stories. Yep. Big paws punching me in the face. Punch, yep. punch. Yep, yep, that's true. So it's a good investment, but it's not the get-rich-quick scheme that mm. I'm looking for. Mm. I fear my investment might be misguided. Mm, I think you should, you're you're getting close to understanding. I think I've got to talk to my investment advisor. She doesn't answer my calls. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have so many good ideas for her. <laughs> Number two, in the... A uh, pattern of people sending content that's upsetting to Ingo, <laughs> mainly candle content. Uh, we got many uh, SpaghettiO candles this week. I don't think that would burn, would it? It's just like a can of SpaghettiOs with a wick <laughs> yes, in it. it and then you can't make a candle out of non-wax things. I think they're frozen. I don't think they're like set in aspic. Oh, but then it's... But it's gross. Water? It's spaghetti sauce and and noodle oils. Spaghetti O's. sauce is not the basis for a candle, though. Well, there's cheating it was involved. on fire. There's a 
a little wax candle in the in the middle. I mean, when we talked it's about cheating that uh, mayonnaise salad thing <laughs> last oh. week, it was just stick a birthday candle in it. Yeah, so. that I mean, but that's then equally bad, maybe, maybe bad in different ways. But it's at least you're not burning the butter. Again, the butter was not on fire. Explain the little sled things. Those are cute. Oh, yeah. So we did get a couple of people sent the butter sleds. And so the butter sleds are pretty cute. So imagine you have like baked potato. You cut the baked potato in half. Smoothly. Smoothly in half. You put one just down on the plate and then you kind of lean the other one up against it with the cut part open. So you got an angled, smooth surface you on made the baked potato. You made a hill. You made a hill. So then you can take a pat of butter, say a tablespoon of butter off a stick cold and put a little snowman on it and or then a penguin or a penguin set it at the top of your little potato hill the potato is hot and so it'll melt the butter and your little penguin will slide sled slowly down sli- sled down i think that's nice that's okay that's yeah. just using existing forces you're not adding fire <laughs> okay that's pretty or, good or pb blaster or whatever to it you're just making it go down oh so speaking of you guys I'm extremely behind on my Christmas shopping this year, but I was so excited to see that there is a brewery in Ohio making Cleveland PB Blaster beer. It's called Loosen Up Lager. It's amazing. <laughs> it the, oh, it's so good. I the, was like, I must get this for Ingo, and it is sold out everywhere. The, the 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 kicker is the the beer can looks exactly like a can of PB. Yes, Blaster. it does. It has the same. Everything. Like, I think they just took the can and copied it. They got big warnings that are like, listen, this is beer, so you can drink it, but you cannot drink PB Blaster that is in your garage. It is not the same thing as this beer. Um, If any of you are in Ohio and you spot a six-pack of this, or frankly, even a can, I will pay you for it. I will send you a shipping label, so just buy it without hesitation, and I will take care of you. I don't care if we end up with, like, a case of the stuff, which is not going to happen, but if you see it, I wanted to get it for dear dad for Christmas, and I have not been able to. It's called Collision Corners Brewery, and or, uh, or Collision Corner. It's a it's a stretch of the Cuyahoga. His birthday's in January, so even if it's after Christmas, I'll take it. If you see it, get it for me. There's a hairpin turn on this river. Yeah. <laughs> where you bo- boats would collide. Uh huh. Yeah, there used to be a shipyard there too in Lorraine. They built themselves out of business. None of their ships ever sank. Mm. So now they they don't work anymore. <laughs> enough ships now on the great lakes hmm. except for that one but that but that got replaced what did they make that one the good ship they called i don't know the, it would no i don't, Edmund I, don't Fitzgerald? They, I don't know if they made that one no okay might have been it was the pride of the american side so probably interesting yeah uh are, are you done with ohio corner random jibber jabber yes (laughs) i suppose i am anyway it's called collision corner brewery and it's pb blaster beer yes okay good you can go on their website and it'll show you the stores that allegedly have it um okay we have a fish scandal update there should be some kind of sound effect for this (laughs) wait we've got your little here's your little sound effects oh yeah it doesn't have anything for fish scandal update though which should be some type of alarm or fish sound or something i mean fish don't okay all right we're not doing that (laughs) all right um so fishing cheater sentence in separate local forgery case so this is our friend and by friend we mean enemy chase kaminsky 
Yes, well executed. Um, Chase Kaminsky was one of the weights and fish guys. He also was arrested for stalking the woman. He also was arrested for... Better no! He's an all-around bad guy. Yeah. Um, arrested for passing fake $100 bill and then recently caught the deer poaching charge. So here we have our story, Fishing Cheater Sentence in Separate Local Forgery Case. Mercer Pa, a man convicted in a fishing scandal during a competition in Cuyahoga County, was sentenced Thursday in a separate forgery case in Mercer County. Chase Kaminsky was sentenced to 6 to 12 months of incarceration, followed by four months of probation, according to a court employee. Kaminsky had pleaded no contest to a misdemeanor theft by deception charge. The charge stems from an incident that was reported January 21st by those working at Ten Pin Alley in Hermitage. Two employees working at the bowling alley received two counterfeit $100 bills. This is it. Mm-hmm. This is it. Uh, according to the criminal complaint, an investigation found that Kaminsky's son, Caden, 18, had passed the bills to an employee. The criminal complaint says Chase was there at the time the bills were used and had been seen on surveillance camera handing some to Caden. It's worse that he involves his family. The bills had the writings, quote, for motion picture purposes, quote, and not legal tender on them and had other markings that showed they were fake. All right, sorry, we needed to take a little break to put Feta in jail. Um, Taking straight. All right, so the bills say, for motion picture purposes and not legal tender on them. So he's not even a good counterfeiter. But he got six months for that. Like for, for six that, to 12. For. Wow. Investigators then received a search warrant to search Chase and Caden's phones and said text messages revealed that Caden had asked Chase to, quote, bring one of those 100s while he was bowling. For his part, Caden was sentenced to one year of probation after pleading guilty to theft by deception. Chase Kaminsky was also convicted earlier this year of using weights to make the walleye fish he caught heavier during a tournament in Cleveland to win a cash prize. He and his co-conspirator were sentenced in May to 10 days in jail, had their fishing licenses, fishing licenses suspended for three years, and Kaminsky had to give up a bass boat worth $100,000. They also have to serve a year and a half probation in that case. He did had to give it up. He he didn't win it like it wasn't his to begin with a little sneak no. that guy sounds bad he is also facing multiple wildlife and hunting violations accused of killing deer outside of hunting season without a valid license as i was saying he sounds bad yep they haven't mentioned the stalking charge here but i know that happened so there you go fish scandal update of the week that guy's like on a tear he's he's committing crimes in multiple states he's gonna be in county jails all over the place in pa Maybe the deer will get their revenge one day. Mm. The fish and the deer will conspire. It'll be like the orca uprising. It'll be the. <laughs> it'll be eaten by a walleye. <laughs> I saw this really weird video on TikTok of a deer eating a snake. Have you seen that? No, but that's disturbing for many reasons. Yep. I didn't know deer were omnivorous that way. They're mostly vegetarian, but if they're really hungry, they'll eat. They're other really stuff. mad. They'll eat the snake. <laughs> if they hate you so much, they'll eat you up. You guys can see this deer eating snake video yourself if mm, you'd like feral it's time for dog updates excellent okay uh guac is currently snaking himself across the floor <laughs> kicking his feet all this talk Weird of deers dog. eating snakes uh that's an update uh vink had week two of chemo vink is not as fun to take to miami as voodoo used to i don't think vink enjoys the 305 lifestyle the way Voods did Boots sometimes would have seizures in your car on the way up to I 
think he the made. Spa. I think he enjoyed being at the spa, though. I think he, he kind of <laughs> he was vibing up there, and and Vink just seems very anxious. She doesn't have the Miami attitude at all. That's true. She gets stressed. What about Feta? Feta is happily oblivious and just is trying to eat her leash for three hours, pretty much. She loves to eat those things. Yeah. She. I think all the dogs and maybe also the Ingo have become more feral in my month away from home <laughs> it's a very much you you walked in on lord of the flies pretty yeah, much <laughs> it feels a little bit like that like things were kind of in order here the house is clean but the attitudes are feral and now i'm leaving again on sunday but when i'm back next week the hammer's coming down yeah just don't displease us jen <laughs> We'll tolerate oh you if you let us, if you let the tribe live. <laughs> if you try to bring down the hammer on the tribe, there'll be massive resistance. Well, we'll see what happens. We're all combining our one brain cell to make one giant <laughs> brain cell. Um, so anyway, Vink is doing fine on her chemo. Um, her prednisone's coming down, which hopefully will help with how hungry she is. Um, but she's not really having any side effects. Like the, It's much milder for dogs than for people anyway, but... She's not shedding remarkably more than before. She's not having any of the GI issues, which can be common. Her blood levels still look okay. Yeah, I mean, they're worried about her throwing up or losing her appetite. And she's she's more picky about what she eats in, like in her meals sometimes. Like she'll sometimes leave some broccoli left over. Right, she'll eat around the block of broccoli or something. But she, it's not like she's refusing food or she's, you know, where, where we've had dogs who did that yeah. during whatever. I mean, I'm always quite pleased when the the oncologist asks the questions about you know how's her appetite how's her and i'm just like there's so far she seems she's good she seems good she's a little less freewheeling in playing with feta but that just makes sense that's just because she's nine yes, that's years reasonable. old um but and she doesn't she doesn't yeah. seem to be uncomfortable or beat down or lethargic or anything like that and I, it's really nice yeah we're lucky that's good. Um, Feta is doing fine. Feta is chaos. Her head is too small for her body. Which is not her main problem, but it is a symptom. It is <laughs> problematic. Uh, yes, yeah, she is. It's it's funny. Like Ingo and I are, are generally aligned in our dog care philosophies, which makes life easy but he's much more permissive. It's good that we didn't have kids because we would have been one of those couples that had fights over parenting styles. Look, if we had you're not together. here. No rules. Yes. And so I come home today and we're like eating pizza on the couch and Fed is like literally climbing on top of Ingo. He's holding the plate of pizza over his head and speaking to her in a disappointed voice as though that's going to have some impact on her. And I was like, Ingo, take her off the couch and put her on the floor. And he's like, oh. Right. That would require me to stop eating pizza. <laughs> All right. You weren't eating the pizza. You were holding it over your head. That was in between bites. <laughs> I had to stop eating. I had to he, get he my butt up. He would reach up to the plate and like bring <laughs> the pizza down, bite it, and then put it back up there while Feta like crawled on his face. I, mine was, I admittedly was doing nothing about the larger problem <laughs> of her incessant begging. I was only solving the immediate problem, which was me to beat her to the pizza. And they have forgotten that I don't allow this kind of nonsense and try to crawl on me. And I'm like, what are you doing? Like, get down. And they're like, oh, fuck. I know. And that's only me. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway. They're generally all 
I'm going to be home well. Tuesday and then shit's going to be I got to say I am still really pleased to see Remy having a very good time playing with Feta. Yep. I mean, he's not always I mean I think she's overwhelming sometimes but Yes. Jen a lot of times he initiates especially outside and he gets you know antsy and does the play fight uh, play bows and and she is she runs around and makes him very happy I Absolutely. think I think that is really nice uh to watch and to see I mean the other day he was trying <laughs> Feta was fixating on the ball outside and wanted me to keep throwing it and Feta was clearly wanting to play so I just basically pushed Feta into Remy and started a play fight that way <laughs> oh I was like stop focusing on the ball and I just kind of took her physically and bodily rammed her into Remy and that was great and it started the whole thing <laughs> well good job and they could do it yes yeah. yes but they they're weirdly focused on me sometimes <laughs> okay um any I just got back yesterday late like close to midnight yesterday so any other stuff happened while I was gone I was gone all week yeah, but it's been real windy and not real, in you know, inviting to swim. Although Venk did swim, what was it, 100 yards out? I mm -hmm. think we talked about it last time. You sent we? me a video. Yeah, there was yeah. a coconut floating away, as yeah. it sometimes they do. And I turn around and Venk is, I, I think, a football field away. Yeah. Messing with the coconut. And, of course, I call her and she has no interest or... Absolutely not. She's like, sound. <laughs> And then so she'd swim away from the coconut and then swim back to it to check on it. Mm -hmm. And then swim away, check back. Yep. And was not visibly tired, though. I mean, she seems to be quite buoyant and, uh, She's and, a good and swimmer. fine. She's a quite a good swimmer, yeah. And then she came back some zigzag path because she doesn't actually know where we live <laughs> <laughs> or care. <laughs> I was actually pretty stressed. I was going to put the kayak in the water to go get her but then as you pointed out i would have had two other dogs trying to get in the kayak or chasing me so it would have made the problem worse if i'd kayaked out to see her yeah i would have had to deal with guac and probably feta and definitely feta and maybe remy following me yeah in the kayak or, and trying to climb in yep so as it was everything was fine but it was a bit stressful for me because i don't want you to come back and i only have four dogs i i i would be upset Cuba Libre. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you. Thanks. Uh, okay. So I guess that's it for dog updates. Yep. Um, you ready for Taste of the Keys? Yep. Okay. A dangerous police pursuit was caught on dash camera video in Isla Mirada on Sunday afternoon. Dash cam? Yeah. Ooh. There's actually a bunch of videos of this. Troopers say they were chasing the driver of a Chevrolet SUV who refused to stop after driving recklessly and on the wrong side of the road. Whoa. It was a dangerous scene for runners who were participating in a half marathon along US-1, but no one was hurt. So there's all these videos from people running this half marathon along oh, man. Route 1, and it's like, meow, meow. like cop cars going past, this SUV going wow. past. And I don't know if they spiked it it doesn't say that they spiked it but the tires came off the suv and just flew into the air and like oh, landed man. by the runners who were just like jogging along the those side. tires i mean i've seen videos about this they just run yes. they fly and roll right yep. With, uh, yeah so there's a bunch of like runners video man. of this high-speed chase when the vehicle eventually crashed into a construction site so you know right where this is yeah the driver was taken into custody 
No kidding. Authorities have yet to identify the suspect, who they said will be taken to jail after he's released from the hospital. Oh. <laughs> what a... Yeah, what an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> Where is he going? Yep. yep. Like, it's never a good idea, but then there was also a half marathon, like, he's running going the wrong shoulder. way, too, though. That's not yeah. good. Yeah. Because that's... I think that's... No, the construction zone is not where it's bifurcated. It's a little further north from us where it's bifurcated. Yes, yes. Up up by like... I picture him going the wrong way down down route one when it's the other way. That would be instant problems. It's up there. Uh, The other taste of the keys is that Fred the tree is now decorated for the holiday season. Um, So we've talked about Fred before, but in case you're newer to the podcast, Fred the tree is an Australian pine tree that grows on a abandoned stretch of the old seven mile bridge that links marathon in the middle keys to the lower keys which is where we live it is a seven mile bridge which is why it's called the seven mile bridge (laughs) um i think it was named by a german (laughs) it so all all of route one the one road that we have here in the keys used to be where the overseas railroad went so it was uh, so all the bridges were built by flagler um if you live in florida you see flagler's name all over the place he kind of made Florida like he ran a railroad down into Florida all along the coast, built um, hotels like f- he's like, people are going to like to come here for a vacation, like ran this railroad down, built these beautiful hotels. I've stayed at one before, um, right where you just like get off the railroad and go into these resorts and all the way down to Miami. They they had actually proposed naming Miami Flagler City and he had said no. So he gets like some kind of point for that. Um and then built the overseas railroad down to Key West, which was like the thing that allowed people to live in the Keys because there were some people here before, but you had to like boat everywhere. Um, and so a lot of the bridges that we use are or were old railroad bridges from from the uh, the overseas railroad. But we had a Labor Day hurricane in 1935. It was very terrible. Lots of people died. It's one of the most powerful hurricanes to hit the U.S. Um, and it wiped out a bunch of the railroad in addition to hundreds of people who were working on building railroad, more parts of the railroad or, or working on it. Um, and so after that, instead of repairing the railroad, they turned it into the road road. And so the Seven Mile Bridge, they just like put the road where the railroad tracks were. Some of these you'd actually drive on the railroad tracks. It's terrifying. The old Seven Mile Bridge, which is the one that Flagler built, um, is like you can fit kind of two cars on it. And it just had like a little metal railing on the side. And then you're just over the ocean. And the new Seven Mile Bridge is exactly the same, 40 feet away, but it's a tiny bit wider. There's not actually shoulder that you could pull off on, but there's a little bit of space on either side. There's enough space for bikes to ride on yes. the shoulder and not get hit all the time but you can't it's not a full car width i don't think on the shoulder no oh, absolutely not no um it's still very scary to drive on like at night and especially in weather um but they put the new bridge right next to the old bridge and there's like a two mile stretch of the old bridge that you can walk on they just actually did a huge renovation over it in the last like four years and it's very cool you can walk from the marathon side to pigeon key um which is a old site where like people who worked on the railroad lived um but then the other five miles of the bridge are inaccessible because they cut chunks out of it so they cut out a chunk on the lower key side and they cut out a chunk on the pigeon key side so you cannot walk onto the old stretches of the bridge it's still like the the kind of pillars are still very sturdy but the deck of it is not maintained because nobody can get on it and fred the tree lives there 
Fred the tree is an Australian pine tree that somehow made its, the seed made its way onto the bridge and Fred has grown and is now a big ass pine tree, like a big pine tree. With no dirt. There's there, just growing on the road. It's just growing on the road there. It's like in the Galapagos where they have those yes. like cacti and then the cacti die and they like make dirt and then other stuff. Like Fred the tree has just like made enough needles that turned into dirt that like now he grows and... It's amazingly resilient. Yeah. Yes. Um, and so every year at holiday time, there are some people allegedly whose faces are never shown that boat over and they have like climbing gear and they climb up onto the deck of the old seven mile bridge and decorate Fred the tree. They put up like little light up signs. They're all like battery powered or solar powered. Um, it's lovely. Yeah. And so it's, it's pitch black when you're driving across this bridge and then you see Fred the tree lit up. And, and he looks it, like he's just hovering out over the ocean. Yeah, and there's a little angel, and it says peace, I think. It's nice. Yeah, key strong. Key there's strong. a key strong yep. sign. There's yep. a, a Hanukkah out there. Yep. Um, Is so that yeah. like a menorah? Uh, yes. Okay. But specifically for Hanukkah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's really nice. So they, they climbed out there maybe last week, and um, there were great pictures. And, of course, everybody's faces are hidden. So one of the local papers, maybe, maybe it was the Miami Herald, it could have been the Keys Weekly, did a story on them like in 2018 and they had sent a photographer out and they show everybody decorating Fred the tree and they all have like strategically placed ornaments <laughs> like in front of their face. They're like Flower reaching pots. out. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, oh, I can't see, <laughs> miraculously can't see anybody's faces because they're technically breaking the law. <laughs> um, but it's lovely. And so when I was, I flew into Miami yesterday from Houston and uh, and drove down to the Keys and uh, got to see Fred the Tree all lit up at like 10 p.m. It was pretty cool. It's very nice. It's time for German Word of the Week. Oh, yeah. I, I don't think I've done this one before. Scheißfreundlich. <laughs> Shit friendly. Exactly. What does it mean? Fake friendly. Oh, okay. Like someone who's either overly fake friendly or just friendly when you really know they're be they're a dick and, and they're just faking oh, yeah. completely yeah. people people use it for like you know store assistance or something when they're uh, just overly overly sweet when you just know it's just like this fake supplicant kind of mm -hmm. friendliness yep Germans, of course, have a problem with people being friendly anyway. Yes. So it figures that they would. One of the <laughs> things they complain about is this person was too friendly and shy friendly. I'm sure it's not. Tr it's not <laughs> authentic. Huh. <laughs> it does. It implies the fakeness, you yeah. know, that there's that it's passive aggressive or something. Interesting. Which would be very German, actually. Yes, it sure would. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. We don't have a word for passive aggressive. <laughs> Wait a second. Where's Siri? Hey, Siri. Where'd she go? I don't know. I, I got to look this up. In the box. Oh, okay. I put it there. Yeah, you did a good job. What's the German word for passive aggressive? In German, passive aggressive is passive aggressive. Lame. That's not having your own word. No, sure isn't. Um, it's time for Ingo Corner, where you get to say whatever you want, and I won't tell you that it's boring. <laughs> I want this every day for like 10 minutes or something. Yeah, we can do daily Ingo can Corner. Can I pick it after I've already blathered for 10 minutes? Yes, you can get going and be like, hey, time. it's Ingo Corner, and I'll be like, okay. I, sometimes I don't plan it. That's okay. Sometimes I'll be like, 
Oh, can I use my 10 minutes of Ingo Corner? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can do that. Invoke right. Ingo Corner like a free pass. Ooh. Like I'm invoking Ingo Corner. I like it. I All like right. it. Next I time I something falls flat and I'll uh, I'll say that was my ink. Yeah, I meant to do that. That was my Ingo Corner. Okay. Uh, well, what would you like to talk about today? Uh, all the Christmas cards we're getting. Yeah. It's very nice. The the UPS box is full with goodness and cheer, and I'm very pleased about it. Everyone knows I like getting paper cards because I'm of that generation, and I think it's nice to see people investing the time in sending cards. I also welcome the whole Voodsmas, uh circular <laughs> card sending that's yeah. going on i think it's very great cool. it's very it's uh, joyous chaos and i think i think it's great so thanks to everyone and i think that's the meaning of the holidays is to tell each other that you like each other well i did uh two different did you just make cricket sounds i think i sat on it <laughs> don't know where it is <laughs> okay we just live crickets now oh, it's fine it sounds like maryland um, I did two book events, one in Chicago and one in D.C. this week. And I haven't shown you yet because I haven't even been home for 24 hours. But a bunch of people gave me cards and they're addressed to both of us. And they're like, this is because we know Ingo likes paper cards. He does. He does. So there's, I think they're awesome. There's a stack in my suitcase waiting for you. That's excellent. Indeed. Unpack that stuff. I will. We'll do that now. <laughs> Yeah, excellent, excellent. Found it. <laughs> uh, you got anything else? Nope. That's that's it. All right. Uh, well, thanks, everyone, for listening. I'm glad that we are able to podcast together again. And until next time, Slava Ukraini, and don't bite anyone unless they ask you to. That's right. Bye. Bye. <laughs>